KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. There is a new report out that looks at streets policies in cities. What's on the books? How are these policies and laws enforced? And how are they keeping people in all modes of transportation safe while meeting their needs all across those cities? We're talking pedestrians, bikers, everyone. Now, this report is put forth by City Health, which is an initiative of the De Beaumont Foundation and Kaiser Permanente, and it has high marks for Philadelphia. We wanted to learn more about what the city is doing right, also to Talk a bit about transportation in a pandemic. So we caught up with City Health President Dr. Shelley Hearn. Interesting conversation. Give a listen. All right. So to start, give us a, a quick synopsis of what this report was all about, what it was focused on. We took a look at the 40 largest cities in this country as to how well, what the quality of the law that they have on the books that makes sure that streets are designed for everybody, that they're not just speedways for cars, but you know, given we, we use those conduits really differently now, we're walking, we're biking, we're on scooters, roller skates. It's a, it's, it can be a free for all. And you have to make sure that those streets are designed so that everybody's safe, regardless of their age or their ability or how they're using it. And it seems like Philadelphia is doing a good job. You guys gave it a, a, the city a gold medal. What is the city doing right? So, yes, we, we, uh, we're putting a gold medal around Philadelphia's neck there. And it's part because the, the law that's on the books says that as you do redesign, as you have new buildings coming up, as you're investing dollars in infrastructure, that they are making a commitment that those streets have proper sidewalks, that they're large enough, that the lighting is there. And our hope is that it's not just on paper, but it's something that really is being implemented across the city. Because you know better than anyone else, it's really variable as you go from neighborhood to neighborhood as to how good, how safe those streets are. And one of the things that we've seen across the country is that pedestrian fatalities are going off the charts been a, a, a all-time high in the last 30 years, 35% increase in pedestrian deaths, right at a time when cars are safer, our streets are not. So that's why this is so important. What do you think has led to the increase in pedestrian deaths? So what we're really, it comes down to is a design issue. Those streets were meant for cars the way they were built uh, 20, 30, 40 years ago. We, we're moving differently, and especially during a pandemic, people are outside more, they're walking, they're biking, and that probably is going to be more and more the trend of the future. So it's really about, the, it's an old design. We now need to think of streets as people and bikes and scooters too, and that just needs to be a, a commitment to do that updating and modernization. Beyond people being safe, which is obviously... A given. It would seem to me that cities designed in a way that are good for everyone would kind of unlock a lot of potential in neighborhoods. Am I am I crazy here? It seems like this is much more than a safety. It could be helpful on many fronts. You are right on target. And that's one of the things that we're seeing. If there's a silver lining in this pandemic, what we've been seeing a bunch of cities do is actually opening up cities to pedestrians. They're rerouting cars. They're creating these open spaces in the middle of neighborhoods and people are congregating. They're doing it safely. They're shopping locally. 
They're eating locally. It's a boon to the economy. It's creating more community right at a time that we, we truly need it. And um, those are the kinds of innovations that this type of work is not just about safety. It's about community. And it's also about equity because we see huge differentials in the safety of these streets from one neighborhood to another. And in fact, you're more likely to get hit by a car in a low income neighborhood than in a wealthier one because the sidewalks are better. The street light is better. And that's the kind of thing we need to pay attention to. I don't know if you have them on hand, but there could, are there a couple things you could point to specific for Philadelphia that they have done really well that have helped lead to the gold medal? One of the things is uh, there is a commitment, and this was done a few years ago, but it was certainly a boon, the river walkway, which was expanded to uh, be a safe space for bikers, for walkers, is created a throughway in the, in the city for active living. And that's something that's certainly to be encouraged, and we need more and more of that. But the key reason for Philadelphia getting a gold medal is that the policy is on the books. There's a a Department of Transportation is responsible for making sure this happens. But what we don't measure is how well it's being implemented. And that's why it's so important to be talking about it, to stay vigilant about it. And as people get outside and they're enjoying walking, they need to be saying that this is an important issue with their city leaders because there are a lot of competing priorities out there. And as you say, this isn't just about safe streets. This is about creating a sense of safe communities, stronger economies. It's a real win-win. You kind of talked about this or referenced this earlier, but we are continue to be in the midst of this pandemic. How does the pandemic affect transportation and how could we see it continue to affect transportation as this thing drags on? What we've seen across the country is that ridership on mass transit has dropped significantly. And that's part people's concerns on being in closed spaces. It's also we're commuting differently or we're not commuting. We're, we're not going to office buildings. Uh, the economy is, 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 has gotten stagnated because we just don't have that same flow. Uh, you know, New Jersey's not coming into Philadelphia to work and to play in the same way. So we need to even more think of ways to be that creative, safe space. Um, Many believe that this trend and change in how we do transportation is probably going to be the way of the future. And as such is why it's so important to be uh, not fighting it necessarily, but looking at how can we augment it. Just, Just the way you were saying, how can we make Philadelphia and our other cities really go-to places for so many reasons, not just work, but it's play, it's for eating, it's for socializing, and it can be done safely. And one of the things, we've done a lot of podcasts on the ripple effects of the pandemic, and they're everywhere. And mass transit's one of the things, because I personally, and this is just anecdotal, I think you're going to see a lot of people working from home, period. I think we're never going to have the the level of commuting that we we had before, how will that affect, do you think, the world of mass transit, not just from a safety issue, but there's going to have to be a reimagining there, too, right? I, I think that is one of many areas that's going to be a, a real challenge. Um, and I think part of it is as we learn more about the virus and how we do adaptation to uh, our mass transit airlines. I mean, there, there's there are going to be ways that we 
we may have to live for a while with this virus. Even if a vaccine comes out in the next few months, it, it's not just going to go away overnight. And as such, how do you live and not just survive, but how do you actually thrive in this environment? And we've got to pay attention to that. And there are ways to do it from everything of basic hygiene to the air exchanges that take place in mass transit vehicles, um, the mask wearing as we make that more of a social compact with each other. There are going to be norms that we have and can do so that, um, again, we can keep these major transportation routes happening and surviving uh, and doing, doing so safely. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 